Hey everyone, so before we get started here, we're going to do a message from our sponsor, Chirp, C-H-I-I-R-P. What they do is they provide automation to your company. So they do ringless voicemail, text, and email. If you go to a customer's home and you do a really good job of executing the customer performance, but six months later they forget your name because you didn't leave a card behind, maybe they threw the card out, well, Chirp makes it impossible for any customer in your database to forget about you. You send them reminders, hey, you know, we need to do a tune-up. Hey, you're due for your oil change. Hey, uh, we just want to let you know that we're thinking about you and we care that you're a customer of ours and thank you for using our business. Chirp is the best way to reach out to your customer base and they are a sponsor of this podcast. So go ahead and check them out. C-H-I-I-R-P. Welcome to the Ryan and Nate's Business Podcast. Come listen to these two blue-collar business guys. Nate, your go-to automotive repairer, and Ryan, your local heating and air contractor, talk about business, how to help you, and hear stories from our local unsung heroes. Community matters to them, and so does a healthy business. Here's Ryan and Nate. Um, So today, uh, we have another vendor that we use, Love and Trust. Um, Nate can do the intro, because I think he wrote one, I'm not sure. Um, But he's the organization guy, and I'm just the... uh, I'm the kid that everyone deals with. So go ahead. I just keep you you on a leash and keep you in order. That's my job. Uh, Today we have Bree Reinhardt with us. Um, She is the VP of uh, customer success at Popple. Many of you, I'm imagining most of you have not heard of Popple. We are excited to use them. They are a uh, company that has created this tool to have a digital business card. And it drastically reduces the awkward thing of exchanging information. And we use it all the time. Uh, We'll tell you why, because we had so many problems with printing business cards and reprinting business cards. So we started using Popple. Um, She is a founder, uh, one of the founders of Popple. And so we're excited to talk to someone who started a business. This is a business podcast. So that's what we do is talk to people about businesses. So not only are you someone that's there knowing what's going on today, but you were there in the beginning when it started. So we're excited to have you on the show. Thanks for being with us, Bree. I'm happy to be here. And clarifying, clarifying, I'm on the founding team, but our official founders are Jason Alvarez-Cohen, Nick Eichens, and their partner, Jeremy Greenfield. So he's the CRO, Jason's CEO, and Nick is COO. And I am very happy to be here and tell you Anything you want to know about Popple and our story? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, tell us your story. How did it start? How did it, how did it get created? Um, tell us that whole thing. So, me, Nick, and Jason, the Nick COO, Jason CEO, they were friends in college at UCLA. We all went to UCLA, but we were invited to a party in the Hollywood Hills, and someone okay. used an NFC card on Jason. And it didn't okay. really have a beautiful UI or anything, but it was that magic factor of tapping the card to the phone, boom, instant notification, no app required. It, he's technical. So as someone who codes too, he really saw the beauty in that and how it could be viral. And he said, why don't we just do this better? I'll create an app. Mm-hmm. And we'll go from there. And that's kind of how it started. And shortly after that, Pobble was incorporated. And it was really a a fun, fast ride from there. 
Awesome. Why the name Popple? Popple is actually the name that we came up with after a different name, Ripple. Yeah. We okay. decided to change to Popple because it hadn't been taken yet. There's lots of other companies that have Ripple. Ripple was supposed to be yeah. the ripple effect of of socializing, mm-hmm. but Popple seemed to have a similar fun tone to it. Also, people, popular, kind of that vibe of like a social product and a four-letter word was something we were looking for. So it kind of came together that way. Is there a reason behind, is there a why behind the what on the four-letter word or you just wanted something small and to the point? Well, when you're looking for something on the NASDAQ, you want a four-letter word. It's ideal. <laughs> All right. Cool. Got it. Sweet. Well, that's fun. And um, how big is the company now? I mean, um, either you can tell us monetary, you can tell us like a uh, number of employees. Like, how big is the outfit now? We're hiring fast. I mean, even the last two weeks, we just hired maybe five more people. So it's around 35, 40 employees now. Okay. Awesome. awesome. So you said yeah, you were really cool. you were at UCLA. Were you you were were you going another direction with life and then decided this is an opportunity I wanted to jump on? Yes. I I was and I'm also doing things outside of Pobble <laughs> that were consistent with what I was doing at UCLA. I studied psychobiology, pre-med, and uh, I decided that it was too amazing of an opportunity to passed me by because I was living, I was living around this amazing environment where you're just building and you're passionate and I could see it gaining traction. And I decided to start working and doing whatever I could. And then I became the master fulfiller. We were just fulfilling hundreds and thousands of orders from our apartment, but I was still working in a gene therapy lab and I'm actually concurrently in medical school now. Oh wow! So basically, so you have your hands full. So basically, <laughs> she, she's smarter at, at least than you, Ryan. She's slightly <laughs> Most smarter. Most people are smarter than me, than, so that's fine. Than you. <laughs> uh, what? Cool. What is the? Can you? Um, so this is a an audio podcast. Uh, give someone just as as best as you could describe. Like, what's the experience when you experience a pop on Popple? When you experience a pop on Popple, it's like magic. <laughs> so <laughs> what happens is you have your phone, you met someone really cool and they're trying to give the, give you their information. They, they bring out this card and they're trying to tap your phone and you're a little bit confused because you never experienced this before. And they, they tap their card to the back of your phone and all of a sudden a notification appears. And you're like, whoa, how'd you do that? And you open it and it's their profile with all of their links and you feel excited because it was so seamless. And then you find that you can share your info with them. And you remember, I don't have Popple or an app and I was able to have this really cool exchange of info. So that's what it should feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 ex- you have so much excitement about it. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I loved it. I, I loved the idea of it at first. It, to me, it was like, oh, it was like my own like little person. It was so easy to set up and it was my own little personal uh, web page, it seemed like. And it wasn't, you know, I've done that awkward thing before. I'm an, uh, I'm an extra, uh, extrovert. So is Ryan. I love talking to people. I will sit and, 
you know, meet a stranger and talk to them uh, for a while. But it's such an awkward experience when you're like, okay, I want to keep this going. Um, do you have a business yeah, card? Your contact and you're sitting there for like yeah. two or three straight minutes or they're telling you your phone number and you're like, I hope I don't mess this up, you know, yeah. when you're typing it in. So yeah, you're that awkward thing where I, okay, I'll call you. And then now you have my phone number, but then all you do, all you have is your phone number. And, uh, we live in so many other different spaces on the web right now. Um, so it just makes so much sense. You can put all, you custom make those things, uh, that your popple page so that you can have whatever social media you use. Um, and I, I, I used it for this podcast. So it's like, it's got my info on there, but then you can click on our podcast and you can immediately start listening to episodes. Um, it makes it, what do you have on your popple Nate? Uh, I have that. I have when I've met a couple people that I thought, Hey, that'd be, they'd be great guests for the podcast. So I have their, our application right on there so that they can, um, click on that and fill out the quick Google form to apply to be a guest on our show. Um, you know, I'm an old guy, so it's like there's Facebook on there, um, and, <laughs> and uh, I don't I don't have a TikTok, so I got I don't my Facebook have that. on there, dude. It's no shame. All right, man. I got, face- <laughs> I got Facebook, Instagram, link to the podcast. Um, I have leave a review for my company. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, which I think could like you guys could bring that out to contractors um, because the the pop is so like um, like an experience like. You can have each technician having their little pop and, hey, would you leave me a review? And then pop, there it goes. I think companies would pay for that. Because, um, I mean, I don't, we have a review software we pay a lot of money for. Um, and it's kind of the same concept. Um, and Popple's like, how much is the card? Like 20 bucks, maybe. Um, if you so do yeah. custom, it's 30, but our standard card's $5. Yeah, so for five bucks, you can like uh, streamline the way you take reviews. You know, you can just have the review with, you know, that technician and then he can pop it, done, leave the review. It costs you five bucks. It wasn't some fancy software, um, but, you know, you can have that plus the company's info. Obviously, you wouldn't want the technician to have his info in there. So they're calling his cell phone, but you can like make company ones. That's just where my mind goes. Um, but there's so, like you can do LinkedIn, YouTube, like any platform you have can go on your popple. So, and a lot of a lot of the people that we work with are you know maybe a guy in a truck, an electrician, a plumber. Um, he's in a truck. He might be stopping at a gas station and meet someone that he needs to you know, they start up a conversation and would love to, he doesn't have a business card on him, but he would love to be able to stay connected to this person. His hands are full. And, and, and I, what I love is the, is the, the sticker on the back of my cell phone and I can just take my cell phone and touch their cell phone. And then, Hey, I'll, we'll talk later. And, and you go. Um, I think it's an amazing product. Um, we had a situation in our company cause we just started our consulting company and then we decided Maybe I don't know how far you got down the other name route on uh, on Popple. You said it, it, there was another name on the on the books for a little while, but we had a different name for our company. And then we printed up business cards, and then we changed our <laughs> name, and then we spent all that money, and then I have a whole thing full of uh, business cards that are useless now. Um, yeah, yeah, that's the one of the struggles. There's many many benefits of it. And like branding in general is like so much, there's such 
um, there's a bigger awareness around branding and how much it matters now. And I, I think I see a lot more companies rebranding um, more. I see a lot, um, you know, things are changing. We did it. Um, we used to be giant consulting. Now we're Atlas consulting, um, you know, because it just it rang better and it fit better with our story and yada, yada. So, you know, like you were talking about how you guys rebranded from Ripple to Popple, you know, that there's a lot into that. So, you know, it, it really just streamline, streamlines the whole process. Is there anything outside of like the the little scope that we're using? Is 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 it as how simple is your business model basically? I mean, are people simply just using this for a um, you know, here's my contact, pop and go, or is anyone else using it for other reasons, maybe? We have a lot of different use cases. And just yeah. based on the many different small businesses that you quoted, there's a lot of ways that you can use Popple that is similar or maybe slightly different. So you name like plumber um, or just other maybe in-person roles where you're getting clients through word of mouth. That's great to have your Popple device or even print the Popple QR code, put it on your car because someone can scan the QR code. It's not that tap magic feature, but you still have that potential two-way connection with your QR code. So I guess that's an extension of a similar use case where you're doing in-person marketing for yourself as a contract worker. Um, you could also use it as a team. We have a big team-based platform now, which is one of the North Stars of our business where we are getting enterprise clients to onboard their entire teams. And then you can manage your entire team's digital business cards from one place. You can integrate directly mm. with tons of CRMs. We have direct integrations with Salesforce and HubSpot. But it's a way to, to get granular data on how your business is operating in terms of connections, lead generations, um, views and engagement on different links or whatever you put on your profile. So there's a lot mm -hmm. more you can do and a lot of data you can generate with Popple that businesses are using at scale. Some really cool clients that we have are the Phoenix Suns. We just closed a the Phoenix Suns was our first NBA team, and then also the Charlotte Hornets. Oh, wow. And that's to cool. also explain the breadth of the different types of people who can use Bobble or different organizations. Yeah. What do they put QR codes on their tennis shoes? Like, what are they, how do they, <laughs> are they the players using it as well? Yeah. So this is for, this is for their, um, like management team. I'm not personally in contact with that client and exactly how they're using it. But to my understanding, it's their, uh, I guess, yes, their executive team and they're using it at just as digital business cards for when they're you know, doing their daily tasks and they want to manage the executive team and how they're using their business cards. They're not the players yet. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's super cool. That's super cool. Any other fun stories and uh, applications for this? I mean, especially like, yeah, how, how do people at college use it at UCLA, UCLA? So it's funny you bring that up because initially we were thinking this was going to be a social product. The idea was I meet someone super cool. I don't want to type in my Instagram. It might even be loud at the event I'm at. So it's an easy connection. And we were thinking even younger 
people, younger in quotes, because young professionals is our target market, but we were thinking college use case would be awesome. But college students don't really have a budget to pay for most things. Not that it's expensive to use our optional in-app subscription, but a big part of our business is our software. You don't need the in-app subscription to use Popple, but there's lots of features that come with that. And college students were not about to use that. So they can use the free version and people are using it. Young professional or business majors, they might get more utility out of Popple too, because they do see it as a networking opportunity to have a business card of sorts, whether it's digital or not. But we have learned that college students, maybe they'll grow into our pro super users, but young professionals is really, I think they get the most value out of the product in our platform. What, what is the space like the other, other, I don't, I don't really know. You don't have to name them, but like, I'm sure there's other people doing this. Um, what sets Popple apart from other digital business card platforms? This software, we have a really built out teams platform and we have an app with two in-app subscriptions with tons of features so just the capability and the ease of use of the software itself is really what sets us apart. Some other platforms don't have an app and they just use the web app. So when you share your Popple, what comes up on the other person's phone because they don't have the Popple app is a link to a browser. And so some companies just have that link and they don't use a an app to manage your, your platform. So that's a big differentiator because that also means that you can't capture the other person's information. So it's not a two-way exchange. Others, they don't have products even, or physical products. They just have the app itself, which is okay. It just depends on what you're looking for. So maybe I'd like to say we have it all. <laughs> but no, there's some there's some competitors in the space. That just means that it's a good market to be in. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, good job. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I like... Um... Yeah, I like how easy it is to use. I mean, you know, that's what Apple was really big on was like, hey, we're just, we have to make something that's easy. You know, you know, it's it's got to feel right. It's everything's got to flow, and I think I think it, you guys do a good job with that. And app development is no joke. I mean, it, it, it's expensive. It's always changing. Um, it takes forever to make one change. You know, so it's it's a big deal. And I think you guys did a really good job with that appreciate that what did you guys do do like how did COVID affect you did it help i wondered did it drive some of what you did yeah when did you start let's, let's start there because so we launched popple in march of 2020 and a quote from forbes that i found out maybe 14 months after this was business card sales went down by about 70 percent that month now you might think that could be bad, which we were concerned about. Although at the time we weren't necessarily thinking we are a digital business card solution. We are a connecting solution. So right. I think our naivete kind of helped us keep our minds open with the changing climate, <laughs> but we really yeah. stored. So we sold mm -hmm. all of our inventory within, within 10 days of launching Popple and that viral video we had where a girl in the gym, our friend, we, we filmed the TikTok in the gym at the UCLA gym. She 
shared her TikTok direct with Popple. So tapped her Popple to a phone. It was from the point of view where you're just, that's a camera looking at her. She shared it instantly. You got that magic factor of the pop. We got 80 million views. And it was really just uphill from there in terms of traction. And COVID didn't really negatively impact us, which was a blessing. We launched our business when COVID started. And it was actually a great year in terms of popple and, and growth. Yeah, I would I would yeah, imagine so. I would imagine it would it'd be a great alternative when people are not trying to physically exchange things and you have a solution where um, yeah, you can make that possible. And so I think I, I would I would imagine it had something to do with actually your success to start. Yeah. The contactless so, solution. Um yeah, for sure. So with your friend that was in the gym and she, you know, she helped get the video viral. Did she have a huge TikTok following to begin with? Um, you know, did you seek out somebody like, Oh, which one of our friends is the best with social media? We'll have her do it. Or was it like, Hey, Tiffany, come here. We're going to make a video of you real quick. Like what was, was there any plan or execution around that? I would say it was closer to the former. So she was growing on TikTok. She mm-hmm. is a lot bigger now. She has mm, she has at least a million followers on TikTok, but she did not have that many followers at the time. I think maybe yeah. it was in the ten to tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. Yeah. yeah. Which is more modest. So somebody with TikTok, somewhat of a yeah, someone yeah. with yeah, somewhat of a platform. Exactly. Yeah. And did you, you knew that about her or like, did you, did you really look for someone who had the best platform within your, within your reach or, you know, cause you're, um, cause where you are, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that have somewhat of a platform. So like, I'm, I'm just getting curious around like why her specifically, I mean. Well, when, when you're just starting out and you're trying to bootstrap and you don't have a budget for marketing you're using TikTok to get some organic growth. You think, who's the best person at my and my reach that I can use to help us get this going? And we knew Arev was growing quickly and she had one viral video. So we said, hey, Arev, <laughs> like you said, you want to film this video with us? Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to give you anything in return except our appreciation <laughs> and uh, we'll see yeah. what, what happens. And I, that, that video blew up and it, it continues to blow up every time we repost it. I don't know the last time we reposted it, but we've learned a lot of tools about TikTok marketing. And we were also lucky to be in early like March of 2020 mm. was when TikTok was really gaining traction, the beginning of the yeah. pandemic. So not, not sure how easy it is to go viral now versus then, but it was a great time to get in. Yeah. Can you let us know any of the tech? Like, I'm very familiar with um, Instagram and Facebook's rules, but I don't know any of TikTok's rules with their marketing. Do you, uh, do you know any off the top of your head or so share? In terms of marketing and how that's different from actually running ad campaigns on TikTok and the rules mm-hmm. around that, not positive. But the viral tricks that were really uh, discovered by Jason, who is our CEO also CTO, but he loves social media. He was kind of in con- in control of that. He learned 
through all of the videos that he made early on that POV is really powerful point of view because it feels like mm-hmm. you're in there short to the point for us. Mm-hmm. It was really getting that pop in early enough to keep someone interested. Also mm-hmm. a setting where there was an attractive girl or just kind of like that story of, Oh, Hey, can I get your information? Uh, was, was just a, a good a good setup for, for the videos. We had all different sorts of videos and this is early on. Our brand voice was a lot different. Now it's much more professional. We don't really use TikTok as much. We lean into Google and, and Facebook ads, but yes, something interesting, some sort of story that you can capture in the least amount of time possible is good. So, so Ryan, your plan of getting one of your, your technicians to go viral is just not going to work, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> I have great looking technicians. Are you kidding me? Um, all right. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Nate. Go. What do you no, got? No, for no. I, I, I was going to go. Scrap I, on my day some no, more. No, no. I, I, I know you're taking notes. I know you're trying to reproduce what they did in 2020, but it, it's just going to have to be a little bit different is what I'm guessing. I'm just getting at. That's, that's yeah, I get it. That's all I'm getting at. I get it. Well, here's the thing. Um, uh, where, where are you at now, Bree? Whatever what part of the country. Yeah. Okay. So when you're in LA, there's models everywhere. <laughs> when you're in Baltimore, not so much. Okay. So it's the vibe is totally different. And, and when you're in LA, everyone's walking around like this with like their cell phone and like, so <laughs> I liked it. I liked, I'm, I spent some time in orange County um, and I liked it. Um, just like doing, not like I ever lived there, but um, did a lot of trainings and stuff like that. And I would say probably one of my favorite parts of the country is San Diego. Um, but I, I do like the Southern California vibe. Well, you I surf? mean, you might have to. No, the San Brian Diego doesn't, love. Ryan. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to go there now, Ryan, because you just said that Baltimore, you couldn't find any good looking people to do um, viral videos in Baltimore. There's not, there's not as many. I mean, we're crab people, dude. We, <laughs> we, we fish for crabs. Like, are you kidding me? So, uh, all right. I, well, gotta, I, gotta, I think that's good. I got a serious question. Uh, unless you got another question. I do. I got, I got right, a serious right. question. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to, cause so I have an amazing, uh, super talented wife. Um, she's in, she works in a cybersecurity, uh, world and she goes to conferences and um i actually got her a popple and uh for one is in a little basket of things for valentine's day um so that she could use it when she goes to conferences and her first question was like is this secure because obviously of all the people in the world a cybersecurity conference they're going to be reluctant to scan things Mm -hmm. back it up you got your wife a popple for Valentine's it Day. It was in a bro. basket, dude, of other cool things, and she was actually excited <laughs> about it. What were those other cool things, Nate? Uh, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. You want to know? All right. <laughs> I like it. All right, Bree. <laughs> what I do you got? I don't like getting flowers for Valentine's Day because I can't use them. Like, uh, oh. I, it's nice. Yeah. It's nice, but. I'm just I yeah. I like your I like your thought process with giving something that I could use that's not going to die like flower. <laughs> so as so I, I get flowers for my wife. Um, I usually try to get them on random Tuesdays that have nothing to oh. do with 
with the right time, you know, the time you're supposed to get it. Um, I usually find that that's a little bit better way to, to approach that. But yeah, there was other things in the basket. I asked the lady, I got, (laughs) so I got flowers for my wife and, and then I asked the lady, I was like, can you put a dozen more roses in this? And then my wife's like, why are you so extra all (laughs) the time? I was like, yeah, it's just who I am. Cause I don't think, I don't think my wife likes flowers. I think she just doesn't have the heart to tell me that because I try. But But, the cybersecurity question. My serious Um, question. I had a serious question. And it's a good question. Yes, Popple is secure. So we use AWS. It doesn't work. (laughs) We use AWS as our data center and server. And we have recently become SOC 2 compliant. So Service Organization Control 2, which is the security framework that is an optional framework to uh, comply to, but it's really important for enterprise companies. And a huge driver of us becoming SOC 2 compliant was our enterprise clients that demanded this of us. So that has really uh, scaled up our security measures. And we're also GDPR compliant, which is like the European equivalent to SOC 2. Oh, wow. I don't don't know anything you just said, but (laughs) it sounds like that's a whole other world. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's, it was a lot of work. If you go to Silicon Valley and you just drive, like mm-hmm. drive around all of a sudden, every single billboard you see is about SOC 2 compliance. <laughs> it's like, it's oh, such wow. a tech hub. It's funny, but that's just an aside. It's a tough, it's a tough process. It requires a lot mm-hmm. of work, a lot of paperwork. It's just how your data is stored, managed, making sure that all of the employee computers are encrypted and there is um, uh, sci- like multi-factor authentication in every single ap- application you use, password security measures, just all these other details that are behind the scenes is what that is. So, so side note, for three days I worked for a tech company <laughs> in the accounting office which if you know who I am, you're like, no effing way. I didn't know this. That's not who I, yes, for three, it lasted <laughs> three days. So they, <laughs> they, um, they protect the cloud, right? So we send things up in the cloud. They're the ones who protect the cloud is what I was told. Cause I still don't understand it. But the owner came down from his corporate office, you know, I made it to the last round of the interview and he only had one question for me. He was like, um, uh, have you ever done anything horrific like uh, stolen a lot of things or any like, you know, serious crimes of any kind? And I just said, oh, uh, not yet. I'm too young. And he <laughs> he did not like that answer. <laughs> and um, the guy who was trying to get me the job just looked at me like, dude, you did not just say that. And I was like, I, I'm not a thief, man. I don't know what to tell you. Like, but. I, I stayed there for three days. They told me to go get them donuts. And I was like, I, I, I was kind of like dad, you know, getting a pack of cigarettes and never getting milk and never coming back. Like, that's kind of how it was. Like, <laughs> I was gone, dude. I was like, I'm not getting donuts. I'm not typing in an accounting firm. Like, it was like, match this number with this number. And I'm just, I got too much ADD for that kind of stuff. So that was the extent of my career in the, the tech field. They, they didn't, they didn't, you just didn't make it, man. You didn't make it. I didn't, I wasn't good enough. I wasn't good enough for him. So it is what it is. I, I find it's interesting that, um, so from coming from the automotive industry, security is one of those things that 
I feel like it's oftentimes like the last thing people think about when they develop stuff. Um, I, I'm, yeah, I, we have. I find it interesting that you're, it was driven by your clients. It was driven by mm-hmm. the clients to to do that, and so th- that con- that communication and that being aware of what people want and what they need. Um, I, I think that's that shows. That's that's good. That's good business sense for no matter if you're in a tech tech company or an HVAC company. That's good. Are you familiar with Y Combinator? No, no, I'm not at all. Why? <laughs> the reason I brought this up is because their slogan is "Make something people want." Y Combinator okay. is one of mm, the largest okay. startup accelerators based in Silicon Valley, and you applied to be part of it. Companies that went through it including us, were Airbnb, Dropbox, DoorDash. But I just brought it up because you're so right. Make something people want. Yeah. Maybe they need mm-hmm. it too. Hopefully they do. Sometimes, you know, need is an interesting word, but they must want it. So it's really powerful. Yeah, yeah. Business, it's a, it's, yeah. it's a conversation. Uh, it's mm-hmm. like this weird artistic conversation where you're, re- you're responding and you're, um, you're connecting. Um, so it makes sense. You're a connecting company anyway. So it makes sense that you're paying attention. I think it's really cool. I think it's really cool. But yeah, security is like, it's like the last thought when it comes, uh, it, it can be the last thought because you guys, you spend so much time. You, 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 you said in the beginning there, the whole thing that drove this was like, Hey, we could do this better. We can make it look cooler. Um, you know, have a good u- user interface. Um, those are the kind of things that you think of first, but security is obviously pretty important as well. Yeah. To to clarify, we have always had uh, encrypted customer data, both in transit and at rest, but we've upgraded our security measures, like the w- examples I gave, to make sure that we can comply with these enterprise clients and their standards. But yes, you're right. We have definitely adapted based on customer feedback and we continue to do that. And that's part of the my role that I love is I have direct communication with so many customers and they tell us what they want. <laughs> you don't always do everything they say because the famous Ford, uh, Ford quote, if, if I, I think he would, in reference to his employees, if I asked my employees what they wanted, they would say, build a faster horse and he built a car. Mm. So sometimes you put in perspective what someone wants and then what someone wants that you should make, because you could make something that's yeah. different from their vision, but you're right. It's like an artistic conversation and being able to understand what to say and what to listen to is a skill ever, ever evolving skill. Yeah. There's a, there's a beauty in, in coming up with something. And, and, and I think Popple does this when, when you, when, the, when someone experiences that, that pop and, and the, and the screen comes up and it's like, cause they've just asked me for my number or something. Um, it's like, you just see on their face, like, Hey, you've just, you just did something that I wanted. I didn't even know I wanted, I didn't even know that this was mm-hmm. like available. Um, and it just makes so much sense. Like, thank you. Um, so yeah, sometimes people don't know what they want. So you got to listen in a different way. Uh, you get to listen to what's down below. Um, the, the, yeah, the, the faster horse isn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. So let us know how we can contact you and how to get signed up with Popple. Contact me. You can contact me via email. Bree, B-R-Y 
at popple, P-O-P-L dot C-O. And then, of course, hmm. if you get in contact with me via any channels, my popple link is there. And you can always yeah. catch me at popleme.co slash brief. And you'll see all my links that I want you to see. And you can contact me yeah. on those. And you can set up your Sweet. popple by downloading the free popple app and walking mm-hmm. through the onboarding steps. And you don't need a popple device to use popple. You could use an in-app QR code. Or you can use a Popple device and you can get that on popple.co. feel like I just ran an ad. <laughs> <laughs> you did, that was super efficient. It was great. Yeah, it was I was good. sitting here thinking yeah. that you're here because I, saw, I, I had a need. I was like, I need to have something to communicate with people. Um, and I don't have time to wait for um, uh, business cards to print. So I just searched and ended up finding Popple. Um, and I signed up and immediately your contact came into my uh my popple. Um, so you, you make yourself very available to connect. Um, and so I think that's, it's brave. It's, I don't know, as a dad, it might be a little scary, but thank you. (laughs) Well, we're here, we're here to connect with, with everyone that wants to connect with us and use popple. So happy to add value. I see your point. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, it's a good way to to help people see what a connection can look like in Popple and to connect with people who run podcasts and want to share Popple with their world. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So yeah, thank you. The Popple P O P L. It's the it's the app. It's black, it's white, and it's good to go. Yeah. So <laughs> thanks for being with us, Bree. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm.